hey, hi, hello, yeah, yes, gonna be I hope you guys are doing amazing. Um, if you've written exams, then yeah. <laughs> If you're writing sub or if you're written sub, ah, boy. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. Um, if to anyone like still having like upcoming exams and stuff, it's rough. Yeah. Oh, sub. I know my friend, she studies at Vits. All of their marks get released on the 15th of December. All of them? Yeah, and they finished the writing in the first, like, November. They're already done. Yeah, that's... No, that's too long. That's insane. All of their marks one time, the 15th. I'm, I'm like, that's so weird. And I was like, you do that now, then when do people write subs? And she was like, they write subs in Jan. <gasps> no, that's when we have Chancellor's exam. Yeah. They write subs in January. And it's like, that's our insane. uni doesn't do that because... We write subs exactly off. Sometimes you'll get your mark on the Friday, you're writing the sub on the Monday. Yeah, no, they, they're very quick with it. Yeah. Um, that's when you write sub. And then uh, after that, depending on what you study or what module it is, there will be summer school in January for people yeah. to learn the mod- like the whole module's work in summer school. And mm. then, then those people from summer school will write their test. And if they fail, ah, they have to take the module again. But I was like, uh, we can't do that. Like, I ca- couldn't imagine writing a sub in turn. It would piss me off. I, and also just the thought of like summer school, because it's really summer school. Like you're going to be sitting there sweating. For hours. For hours on end, like trying to cram a module. That's just stress inducing literally for two weeks some is it i think from 10 to two to two or three i don't know i'm like damn i guys no that's rough. It, the whole december or you have to literally take two weeks out of your december to study if you really don't want to repeat this module yeah and imagine if you come home from afar then you have to come i'm saying at for example you come from afar, I'm assuming, and then you're going to write the sub early, mm. like earlier than everyone else. So it's like, I might as well stay here because my parents spent this money getting me here. That's the other thing, like traveling traveling costs because some of our marks, like, and listen, I didn't even know that Vitz only gets their marks at, like on the 15th because I was like, we were complaining about some of our marks being released only last week, which is still like, relatively early but anyway so it's kind of weird as well because a lot of the students obviously went home for the holidays after they wrote their last exam but then the day that they drove home the marks are released and then they're like oh perusal is only tomorrow from 11 till 1 that's the only I time you can hate come them. I hate, and it's like this is the only time you can come and peruse exactly like that's just mean the only opportunity for perusal. I had a girl faint in one of my perusals. She saw her marks went oops on the floor. <gasps> no. Oops on the floor. 
Yay. I couldn't I even judge her because that module No, was I was just about to say, like, I can't, like, I can't fault that. Because sometimes... It is what it is. Sometimes there's nothing else you can do but close your eyes and fall backwards onto the floor. Dude. And how you... Students in our uni have high expectations. If any, if it was up to them, marks should be released in 72 hours. Yep. No, They listen. don't give a fuck. Even semester tests, they want it in 72 t- They don't give a fuck. As soon as we're done writing, someone's asking the group, when can we expect the marks to be out? Ah! Oh, that freaks me out. Like, and I'm you know what also annoys the me? Paper. What also annoys me is like immediately after the text when people are like, what did you guys get? For, what did you guys say for question six? Shut up. I can't remember. Did I not just leave that information in the exam hall? Or when, then when you actually tell them because they insist and then they want to argue with you but with about your answer. Fuck oh, like I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy to do this with you right now. I, I don't just, have the energy to do it with you ever. Exactly. Like if I walk out of a test, you may speak to me about the test on the walk from the venue to our cars and then we never speak of it again. Yeah. Dude, this uni, this uni chat is hard. I didn't think it was that bad until I was in it. I don't know. People weren't lying. It's tough. But would I go back to high school? Ah, oh, no, absolutely not. No. High school's worse. High school's worse. Not I worse like- academically, but worse... Mentally, Mentally. I I would rather go uni than high school again because I can skip classes when I want. Exactly. And listen, uniforms. Actually, I'm all for this uniform chat. I'm for it. Because you know exactly what you're going to wear every day. The thing is, though, uniforms are very often like heavily uncomfortable and like sort of sexist you know because then I know at some schools like the boys can't wear shorts in summer they have to wear long pants in summer and the girls in winter we still have to wear dresses like we weren't allowed for a lot of years like until I think when I was like 17 or something we weren't allowed to wear long pants we had to wear dresses and like stockings you know how cold it is through stockings even? Anyway, so if there was like a unisex dress, not dress code, if there was a unisex uniform for everyone with like the option of either a dress in the summer for all parties, all genders, then maybe I would be more for it because I do understand the appeal of a uniform, especially because kids can be mean and like kids can bully about anything so if you like wear the wrong branded thing to school and like I get that people are like kids are really mean high school kids in particular um but I just think that there there needs to be some adjustments before There's I'm school entirely that does pro that uniform I does one. Valley. Really the boys can wear like skirts it- the girls can wear pants the See that I'm completely for. Like I because here's the thing as well. Like I understand the appeal of having a uniform like for a school. 1000% I get it. But just please make it something like comfortable, 
you know, for everyone. And so, like, if, like, the fact that Tiger Valley has that for boys and girls and, like, kids all around, like, that's great. I'm for it. That's great. No, I I, I, once, I, once, I had a great school uniform. It was a tracksuit. And I got to wear any sneakers. It was literally no, that wasn't a track, It was literally a tracksuit and sneakers. And um, if it's, if without the tracksuit, like, jacket, it was, like, think of a school sports t-shirt. It was that type yeah. of uniform. That type of fabric. So it was really nice in the summer. And in the winter, That's quite actually. nice. Because you're wearing we... this tracksuit, tracksuit pants in the winter but you're yeah. filling it you're filling this tracksuit up with tights and stuff and it's comfortable unlike those those formal school pants that they hug towards the end of winter they're hugging your thighs oh my gosh i hate those i hate those but i like we didn't have the whole tracksuit thing we like and no sneakers or anything Grasshoppers. Not like, even Taffy's Nyana. Were your squishes brown or, or black? Brown. Oh, that's very uncommon for, I feel like it's not that common for a public school to have brown shoes. Brown yeah, squishes. but that was wild. I do not miss those days. You just don't miss your high school at all. I you don't stop I don't lying. no I don't I don't miss high school at all sometimes I do miss the mindset that you had back then hustle oh I was on my hustle and fucking grind dude but it was almost like like I thought I was nervous and stressed like all the time in school and then yeah. you get to union it's like oh this is stress okay this is re- this is real stress well, you have to write yeah. a thousand word essay. That's June 12 hours. And how much have you done of the assigned reading? Nothing. You've written this essay, I will. Yeah. That's all you wrote. That's all she wrote. This is so crazy. But... I'm at the point where there are people from high school that I went to school with that are in my class that are popping out children. It's like, damn. That's what I'm thinking. That's scary. You guys, that is terrifying to me. Yeah. Like, that we've moved... Like, you used to make fun of people in mathematics for answering math questions. Now you you there having a baby shower or welcoming a child. Like, isn't it so weird? Like, <laughs> being like, oh my, this person bullied me and now, like, they're pregnant. And then they, they have a baby post coming, coming... We don't say spring or fall 2024. They'll be like, coming September 24. <laughs> With the ultrasound it's like, photo. It's not a movie. <laughs> but I always see posts like that. I remember my mom said, I think she didn't tell people that she was pregnant till past the first trimester. So after three months. Oh, yeah, that's quite a while. Yeah, because um, the I also think at one of my siblings, she told me after that stage. Because that's the stage where it's most likely to have miscarriages. Yeah. It's so, like one of the most crucial. Yeah. And I none of us had a baby shower. None of our siblings had a baby shower. So. Yeah, we, like, I feel like 
Now it's baby shower and gender reveal. Two different events. Gender reveal. Might as well combine it if you're doing one. In Cyril's economy. The amount of gender reveals. I can't do gender. Like, the, the fact that gender reveals have started forest fires. Have Let's sit on that knowledge for a reveal? while. No. I also haven't. I really haven't seen it that big in SA. No, no, no. Not in South Africa. But in, in South Africa, it's very low-key, like, if people do it at all, because most, mostly they don't do it. But the amount of, like, horror stories that I've heard of, like, gender reveals gone completely wrong... Like starting a forest fire or like coating the entire highway in like a pink fog. It was memorable though. Yeah, but in the worst way. In what expense? Yeah, at whose expense? But diving into our first topic, we're talking about we'll be talking about the films that we watched about the concerts that never came to Africa. Yes, because I'm still mad. And I will stay mad. I think what frustrated me, I watched Renaissance and um, Iana watched the Eras tour. And I think Mm. what frustrated me most, especially particularly in the beginning of the film, it's a great film, by the way, but I was so frustrated that we didn't get the luxury of this. We didn't get to experience it. You know, yeah. it's a different thing of like, you know, I didn't have the money or something. It's like they didn't even come. Yeah, it's. And listen, I'm still like glad that obviously I'm glad that we like got to see the movies because obviously there are like a lot of fans who also didn't get to see the movies because tickets are so expensive. But it's just insane to think that we're like sitting here like, thank you so much for the movie. Thank you so much for the movie. They didn't even come here. They yeah. didn't even show up. And the fact that Beyonce didn't even go to Australia, it's making me giggle. No, because now they're in the same boat that we are. Not only Australia, also North and South America didn't get it at all. She only did Europe and the Americas and I think Canada. Mm. She only did those countries. I mean, that part of the world. And I remember, I remember, yeah, it was a Northern Hemisphere tour. Not even, because did she go to Asian countries? Did she, or did she no. like... Giselle. Boy. But I was literally sitting there for about 15 minutes of the movie, and I'm like, I'm so fucking pissed. I'm pissed. That was me. That was me while I was watching the Eras tour as well. So, I... Um, I listen. wanted someone to say, catch the... Cut the cameras, dead ass. Cut the cameras. Exactly. Because I, I want to go watch Renaissance so badly. But I'm so broke. Because <laughs> it's like Christmas season. So everyone's like getting gifts. And like I have to buy gifts and things like that. And can't afford it, vibes. Can't afford it at the moment. So I'm going to have to stream it somewhere. Probably pirate it, but <laughs> I you're gonna be a, a pirate. Yeah, alright, matey, gonna go watch Renaissance. <laughs> so it's just it's just because I 
I was like, I went to go watch the Eras tour twice. The second time I went with my mom. Because, um, so we went and we showed up and everything. And like, we were standing up and dancing. Both times I cried at different songs. And because like, we've spoken about this. We just love music. Like, I love music. Yeah. I'm obsessed with music and like, everything involved in it and not even as people but as artists to be able to see what people like Beyonce, Taylor Swift, whoever your you know person is that you are a really big fan of just to see them do things through music and the way that they express themselves through music and what certain songs mean to them and how they convey that through using specific chord progressions or specific instrumentation in certain songs and like being able to see that live. It's just on such a different level to seeing it in cinemas. And once again, I had the great, like I had a wonderful time watching it in cinema, but having like, thinking of being able to see that in person like that would have been yeah unmatched what and i can see why some people went to beyonce twice like also the amount she certified to me that she is the greatest performer of our generation not my generation Mm. but of time because she's involved in she's there fixing the lights like she's like no i want this light here i want this light here and then she's even asking, like, can we have, like, a rail, a 30-foot rail? She's asking this team. And then they're like, no, like, they don't exist. And she's like, I Googled it. They do exist. And we do get them. Like, she's involved in costumes. I think she's in, in co- But I know, like, stage design and lights. Mm. Very particular about lights. Diva is a female version of a hustler. Of a hustler. And amongst she trains. And you can, like, she trains like after a month from a knee up she's back there dancing in rehab she even has physios on stuff i said huh no she i and so and it's because and it's like you said like she is so involved in the entire process and it shows yeah it shows like i was so i didn't even stand up because i sat there in awe Literally for literally 30 minutes, I sat there singing and I was just like in awe of yeah. all this. Yeah, the first time that I went to go see the the Eras tour, I was also like, I was just sitting there like, like mouth open. The second time I went, I was like dancing more and like moving around. But the first time I was just like, and like these women have us in cinemas like fools dancing in the movie cinema because they cannot bring their asses to South Africa. Making a fool of us. Dude, and even Beyonce, she edited the film. She directed and edited. I said, ah, and I, I like read her message. She, she said she basically slept in the mixing room because... Dude, she was the director. She was the producer of this film. I was like, damn, you're taking on so much. That's incredible. I know, like... And she's still a um, mother. Ha! Ah! She's a mother? Yeah. No, that's insane. I know Taylor Swift, like, wrote and directed the... the and produced the Eras tour, like, 
film. But the way that these women have me standing up in the cinema. Sam. I look like a dumbass now. <laughs> like, just come and perform the actual show in South Africa so that I'm not the only one in the cinema getting up and dancing. Because the times when I went, it was like like on a Saturday, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, not a lot of people were there. No, I'm standing there. There's like a husband and wife sitting like two seats down from me, giving me really weird looks. It's just... Now my cinema didn't give a f- with the way Beyonce she was also she's the way she made and she's deciding mm-hmm. on the track list and mixing it now. She included parts where she is a feature. So she feature vocals. So she included that in some of so I'm literally thinking that People don't know because those parts are in rap songs, and we all know. My number one is rap. So I was like, so I was literally singing those parts, and people looking at me like, damn, like you actually know your shit. Thinking, yes, she was singing um a part from Family Feud. That's my most listened to song on Spotify. It's it's her singing. Yo, I can't even sing it. Her notes, dude. She included that, and she included lift off cheering it's she's a feature but it's jay-z and kanye on the the throne album didn't she also like sing a an unreleased song um, nah but we also saw like i also saw like how much love she has for her hometown and how proud of it she is and she brought megan the stallion on and oh, megan, the, megan, the stallion. megan the stallion fucking killed me because at the end of a performance, she was like, oh, we love you, Megan. She's like, I love you, Beyonce. Ah! <laughs> like she was acting fast. like a fan. She's <laughs> like, ah, and I think she, she jumps around and twirls. I'm like, girl, if you're acting like this and you actually see her. What are we supposed to do then? Dude, like actually, and like how the tour, I know the Renaissance tour, they have three stages. And the stages have to, like, they have three. And the one stage has to be moved to, like, because the tour is so close together, there's three stages. So while, though, they're performing on one stage, two other stages are being assembled in the next venue. That's insane. And she thought of the concept, the stage. Dude very much yo in every process i really said this girl and you can see her children are everywhere with her when she goes and it's understandable because it's like if they're not here with me when am i going to spend time with them yeah no that's it's really admirable that she includes them like in the process as well yeah so it, it was just beautiful to see and then one thing of this film that really hurt me not hurt me but made me realize is it ever going to get better she goes on to talk about how it is being a black woman and people just push you and push you mm. and then they realize you're not gonna stop giving up yeah. and then they're like oh you're not giving up actually 
like actually being serious and i'm thinking this is one of the most powerful influential black women in the world if she's experiencing that is there any fucking hope for me you know if she's yeah. having problems with that or she's like some people and these clips she she made a statement and there are clips to support it where she's like sometimes i feel like really really as like i'm not this is this is verbatim but i feel like she was like i feel like as a black woman like people really try me or they don't take me as seriously and then mm. they inserted clips of like people like actually pushing her not pushing her or yeah, but, yeah, like, but like figuratively yeah. and i was just like dude if she's experiencing this i'm not fucking yeah. delusional that's beyonce and she feels <laughs> like people are that's beyonce she feels like people are trying her yeah, like, like people you... are doubting her. She fe- like she still has to prove something. She's like she doesn't have anything to prove, but to these people, like she still has to talk. If you are testing and trying and pushing Beyonce, take a good long look in the mirror. Like, what does she have to prove? Mm. Then I'm like, dude. I, it's just it shows like no matter for me it showed like no matter how much money you earn some people would still not respect you yeah that's why i love i love when she goes the the like face that she puts on when she goes these motherfuckers ain't these motherfuckers yeah. ain't i love that like every now and then i just catch myself going <laughs> I, I just love that i think renaissance not coming to south africa was a missed opportunity because of the would have given the 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 gay community like the the one thousand percent the the queer experience that it would have given to and south africa would have been a safe haven because then people from other african countries where the lgbtq or members of the lgbtq could be arrested and prosecuted they could come here or come to the show and feel authentically themselves exactly like this it would have created um like a safe explorative space and this is something that Troy Sivan also said about his new album where he was saying that the reason that a lot of the songs almost have this type of club beat to it is because for a really long time gay clubs and bars were the only places where the LGBTQIA plus community could feel like welcomed and safe. So it was almost like a sacred space for them because it was one of the like very little places they could actually feel themselves or like be themselves. And that's why the album like almost comes across as a, like a club album. And that's because it's like a love letter to those times, you know? And it's not even like clubs, the clubs were, it was underground clubs so that they wouldn't get so that they could feel safe. It's not yeah, even, it, was still hidden. it wasn't even like clubs where it's like, no, this is like, you hear word of mouth that there's underground yeah. club here. It's open Thursday. Friday. Yeah, someone tells someone that someone says something, something, something. Yeah. And, then, mm. and be careful. And it wasn't the, can I bring my boyfriend who you know is a fucking homophobe? Yeah, exactly. And it's really, that also, it's really sad that those type of clubs were also, uh, also one of the only few safe spaces for women as well. 
I was just thinking about that because I mean, and I think we've spoken about this, um, about what started to happen at Babylon, which is like a really um well known queer club in Johannesburg, right? Yeah. Ilovo. And think, yeah. yes, that people sort of obviously like straight people started going to the club and whatnot, which is like they never they were never like really against it and like oh if you're straight don't come to the club it was never that it was like all love and like if you're an ally please come join us what 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 but then people started going there because they had great music and really good drinks and then uh oh they're homophobes you know and then they'd start like picking fights and like just being homophobic to the to the patrons of the space and it's like that's their space like we are guests in their space you are guests. Exactly. Be who you are. Because I'm part of the <laughs> Yeah, I'm a guest. I'm a guest. You straight, so I'm joking. But like, <laughs> don't remind me. But yeah. No, but. So it's like, as a, as a, but especially as like a straight woman, like going into a space like that, like I feel like it's really important to be aware of the fact that, yeah, I'm going there and I'm having like a great time. But I'm not going to, like, don't bring the rugby team in there. You know what I mean? Like, literally understand the privilege you have that they have allowed you into the space and don't abuse the privilege. Exactly. And that's kind of what started happening is, like, people were, like, there was a rugby team there once. I think they they wanted to watch the game or... I've heard, um, I've heard, like, guys, I've met guys that are... They're like, oh, um, and we talk, we end up like talking about clubs and then they like, they mention Babylon and then they just make fun of the club, like the music like, that they play or they like, it's just like, you I'm love so it sorry. Though. That's why you keep going back. They'll, and they make fun of the music or the visuals they play. And I'm like, but you're not the target audience and you never were. No, because you're not supposed to like it then. Yeah, because you are never like even if uh, a gay, but it's like if you are not the target audience, the pub is down the road. Yeah, the pub that plays the 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 disky and the the rappy and the cricket is down the road. Yeah, like you can go there, but you want to come, but they want to go to Babylon and they want to go to the gay bars because they know that the straight girls go there. Because it's one yeah. of the like only clubs that we feel safe. So now they're starting to infiltrate. Or not even just even some of them go so that they can see lesbians together. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's a very fetishized thing. Which is just Which like, is just it's just gross. Men like, just up. ruin everything. <laughs> respectfully. I said respectfully at the end. Yeah, she did. No, no, she was very respectful about it. Respectfully, they ruin everything. <laughs> but yeah, Spotify Wrapped hey. came out. Yeah, I was just about yes, to ask. Stats are looking good. Ha! Really? Yo, my dad has more listening hours than me and my cousin. We're like, dude, you have a job. <laughs> Respectfully, you have a job. I think I think he's like top four percent of listeners worldwide. People that listen to minutes worldwide. Oh Spotify. my gosh, that's insane. I was like, so wait a minute. Where the fuck when are you listening to music? Yeah, when do you have the time? 
Yeah, because I'm I'm top seventeen, which is good. Good That's stats. Still insane. How many minutes? Twenty two thousand, which is very little. And then six thousand one podcasts. It feels I'm like I listen to, to much more. Was. Because listen, I listen on Apple Music. We've gone over this family plan. It's cheaper, but Apple Music now is this thing replay which it's trying to be spotify wrapped but it's never gonna be spotify wrapped it's <laughs> never gonna be spotify wrapped so the i think i yeah so i listened to twenty six thousand minutes of music and then are we like at all surprised that number one is Taylor Swift because I'm not like put your hand up if you're surprised oh no one's putting their hands up um everybody on mute yeah look around everybody I mean because the amount of time that I spent listening to Taylor Swift like out of the 26,000 minutes I spent 11,000 listening to Taylor Swift no fuck no that's a lot Jenna my top 10 my top 10 albums of the year or all Taylor Swift albums. I didn't even think she had 10 albums out. Mm, she does. She has exactly 10. And all 10 of them are. Number one. Who's your second? So after those 10 albums, it's like Florence and the Machine, Hosier. Um, who else was on there? Noah Khan. Florence and the Machine, that song with Calvin Harris. Sweet, sweet nothing. It's so good. I Even love Florence days. and the Machine. I am obsessed with Florence and the Machine. Please, everyone listening right now, go listen to her new album, Dance Fever, and go listen to Mermaids. The song Mermaids. The beat drop in that and the way that she suspends you, in the it's just... She's one of the most intelligent women, like, ever. I is am obsessed with crack? Her. It's crack cocaine. It's so good. And then the way that she, like, because she, like, she lifts you up and then it's like she drops you again. And then the horns come in and, it like, it goes, dun, 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 dun. It's just so good. Please go listen to it. Like, please go okay. listen to it. It's so good. And then the one line that she sings, like, in the thing... Like, she's kind of making fun of, like, because she's British. So she also makes a little bit of fun of British. So so one of the first lines is something like, England is only ever grey or green. And it's like, and then she, she, like, further in the song, she says something like, you haven't seen anything until you've seen an English gold drink. I, it's just so good. Please go listen to it. Visionary. So I'm, like, show-stopping, incredible like out of this world i'm obsessed with her florence welsh i love you please come to south africa like please i can please. see her rocking the daisies oh my no she i want oh my gosh i want a florence fest a i florence need fest. a florence fest could you imagine because like i feel like florence and the machine are a little bit too big to just be playing at like a festival but could you imagine that she hosts the festival and it's Florence Fest and everyone else comes and joins? 
the Florence Fest. Pitch that idea to her. Yeah, because I have her on speed dial. Rocking, yeah, but people quite complained about rocking this year, rocking the daisies. Why? Who was they? Um, I saw different people on social media. The one in Cape Town, people are complaining that this girl, for example, she put 16K for a tent. She didn't get it. She got kicked out of the tent. And then she cried about it on TikTok. Umna, umta, umta, I think her name is. And then she cried about it on TikTok. And she's like, no, I'm fucking pissed. Like, I'm fuck rocking the daisies, everything. And someone sent the video to no, rocking the daisies. And he came to her and I think they gave her, they offered her like to refund her money and then to watch Stormzy from the balcony and stuff. But do you think he a tent even though she forked over 16k people are complaining wait 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 so she's so is she an artist or is she a guest no she's a regular person who bought a ticket but why would you pay like i'm confused for 16,000 for a tent that's they stay over the whole weekend oh right right people like stay there yeah and then people are also annoyed that i think it's it's friday saturday sunday but on Sunday, they expect her to leave, not on Monday. <clears throat> so imagine you okay. just finished the rager at 6 and you expect her to evacuate camp already. Oh, no, 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 no. Keep in and mind, for 16K? No, that's ridiculous. No, I'm glad I didn't go then. you saying that. Okay, but the, the 16K was a bougie tent. That's a lot of money. It is. Oh my god. She's sharing it with a boyfriend, I think, but still, even half, 8k. I'm thinking that if I nah. Also flights. Yeah, that's not even transport. And food and drinks. And you're not allowed to bring and the actual like oh that's a lot. You're not allowed to bring your own alcohol. Oh, that's a lot. You're not allowed to bring your own alcohol, babes. Yeah, that's wild. That is crazy. You know what I am excited for, though? Like a lot of hey, these... Hey, neighbor, I'm like, joking. <laughs> yes, that's it. So a lot of these, like, alternative artists that I'm really obsessed with are coming or, like, have come or are coming to South Africa. So next year, Milky Chance is coming. Mm-hmm. That I'm really excited about. I really like them. And then this year, we went to go see Rainbow Kitten Surprise. And they... Like they performed at sort of like this festival type of thing, so there were a few like <clears throat> a few South African bands playing before them. Will Lindley was there because I feel like Will Lindley is just performing everywhere these days. I, I mean, was about to say, I was about like, go to get say. your bag, but like that's insane. Anyway, so he he was there, and then Short Straw was performing, and it was just like a like a South African alternative. Anyway, never been to one of their shows. Anyway, and then Spookwolf was also there, which is like the one Afrikaans band that I really like. They have some she's really good Dan. lyrics. She's Lokia Stan. I kind of am. I saw her singing like, in Afrikaans, huh? I guess Yamel. Anyway, and um, then Rainbow Kitten Surprise came on, and oh. My gosh, I love them and them live. 
just so good. But then at the same show, and this is like sort of segueing from the whole Babylon discussion that we had. At the same show, the band's name is called Rainbow Kitten Surprise. The like lead singer is a transgender woman. So then tell me why there were people there in bootable shorts yelling slurs at the stage. Are you being serious? They're serious. Luckily, they were like way at the back. So I don't think like anyone heard them. We weren't standing next to them, but some of my friends told me what happened. We were quite like up in the front. Like, how are you going to a rainbow kitten surprise show? And like, it's just, it's so weird. It's so weird to me. I also love the excuse that they drunk. And so when you're drunk, your homophobia jumps out. Yeah, like, that's kind of scary. Like, you know, you get angry, drunk, sad, drunk, homophobic, drunk. Like, that's not a thing. Racist, drunk. Racist, drunk, sexist, drunk, pedophilic, drunk, pervert, drunk. Like, that's not a thing. Like, that's just you getting drunk and using it as an excuse to be a bigot and a horrible person. No, I think it's somewhat of a reflection of what you do so so well. Not 100%, but... yeah. Mm. Yeah, the world's a scary dude. Very scary. Oh, I forgot to say, my most listened to artist was. Take a guess. Drum roll, please. I think I've seen. What? Kanye West. Your. Yeah. And then Tim Impala. Because I didn't think I listened to that much Kanye. At all. I even told Rihanna, I was like, I haven't listened to Kanye. Like, I feel like I haven't. Like, I didn't think that you listened to that much Tame Impala. Like, damn, you really for the white girls, huh? Yo. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't even lie. I think it's just the one album. Which one? Currents. Oh, it's a good one. I think I've just been listening to Currents. I was shocked um, when Tame Impala was second. Eventually. Boom. Ah, ah, ah. I wouldn't mind seeing him live. Oh, I would love to see them live. I know I always say that I can never hurt you. I also don't know how Drake snuck up on there because I feel like I don't listen to Drake at all. Yeah, I chose not to see that. Like I was, I was reading your your Spotify raps and I was like, redacted Tame Impala, redacted Beyonce Rihanna. <laughs> like it's actually quite bad. I was like, no, I don't listen. Like it doesn't make sense. I'm trying to think. Like I feel like I don't listen to Drake that much at all. But and then yeah, see- that that kind of shocked me because I didn't think you listened to Drake. Well, like, I didn't know you were a lover boy. I think I listened to more of his old music. If I were. But no, not even. I was just shook. I don't know. I feel like my Spotify is the ops. And then my top five songs were none of the five uh, were from none of my top five artists. Yeah, that's really weird. What was your top song again? Um, Family Feud by Jay-Z. Oh. Yeah, I'm shocked that like Kanye is up there and not Jay-Z because I would have thought. Nah, 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 nah. I haven't been listening that much. I was expecting Kendrick to be there. And I'm literally very bad. I'm top four of Kanye West fans. Oh, no. 
Yeah. Listen, no judgment. Well, judgment to Kanye. No judgment <laughs> to you. Separating the artist from the art. No, guys, I really didn't think I, I, I didn't think I listened to him that much. Yeah. Nah, I think something's wrong with my Spotify rap. <laughs> Shifting blame. Shifting blame. Uh it's Spotify. Yeah, one thousand percent. And it says I'm a Someone vampire. Someone hates you at Spotify. Then, but I was like, nah, maybe it's wrong. And then they said I'm a vampire listener. I like good music, but I like it to be dark and a bit depressing. And I was like, damn, damn, <laughs> damn. They read you. They kind of read you. One thousand percent. But anything you'd like to put us onto? Well, let me think. Just the Florence and the Machines new album, or like latest album. It's called Dance Fever. That's all I can think of now. Pink Friday 2's out. Better yes. And get your Listen, ticket to Gag City. Stream. And yeah, what songs are you adding to the playlist? Feel like. What can I add? You go first. Okay, well, we knew this was coming. No one surprised. No one shocked. I'm going to add Mermaids by Florence and the Machine, which is the song that I cannot shut up about. Um, And then I also want to add... Hang on, let me just find it. I want to add Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Okay. I'm going to add America Has a Problem by Beyonce. Oh, such a good one. That is such a good one. And she she released her film on World AIDS Day because one of the most influential people in her life, Uncle Johnny, died from AIDS. Her complications due to AIDS, yeah. Oh. And he was a he was a gay man. That's why the album means so much to her. Oh my gosh, that's heartbreaking. I don't think we will ever like fully understand and comprehend the AIDS pandemic in the in the eighties. Your and the effect it had on the queer community. Oh my like that's just terrifying. And what's sad and heartbreaking about it is that now not AIDS entirely but with hiv people can live long lives and they have hiv yep there like was it's, even a- it's it's not a death sentence anymore back then if you had aids it was a death sentence wait if you have aids yeah but if you have hiv no yeah 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 but anyway that's just that's so sad i didn't know that about the album I'm and cry like it's just it's still sad that we have this stigma against it. And South Africa still has somewhat of a stigma. And I think the last time I checked, we have one of the highest populations of people living with HIV. So it's really Mm. sad that like people fear fear, like others knowing their status because... Yeah. I feel like we need to look 
closely at our sex education. And obviously that's like really easy for me to say because I'm not an educator and I'm not in the space. I'm just saying, like, this is just me thinking out loud and wondering if maybe there might be some gaps in the sex education. I mean, I know because I have a close family member who lives with HIV. Mm. And yeah, that's how I, I, like I learned in school, but like, I learn other things yeah. because of their experience, mm. such as like seeing them take air of these and all those things. Mm. Yeah. But there was a trend on TikTok and Twitter where someone, um, people were like, people with HIV, like just people with HIV were just saying, for example, hi, my name's XYZ. I'm how old I am. I, I'm, I live with HIV and I have been living with, with HIV for X many years. I've yeah. been undetected for X many years because you're, it becomes undetectable if you take yeah. your medic. Yeah. And people are sharing like photos because they feel like there's no positive representation of how people mm. with HIV look and stuff. Oh, some of the people. Oh, fine. Damn. Actually, a lot of the people fine <laughs> fine damn you've been kind of horny these last two episodes <laughs> no i just appreciate beautiful people the the people even other people on twitter they say some of these people on the trend ah damn yeah anyway guys so, oh also should we remind people to register to vote one thousand percent the the South Africans listening, register, register to, to vote. vote. We will maybe voting we should add the link. Voting is so cool. Maybe we should add the link in the the like registration link. Yeah, and it took like, five minutes. I did online. It's so quick. I like. I was prepared to have it be really long. No, literally, guys, technology so is quick. wonderful. And guys, if you see us and hey neighbor, please come up to us and say hi, you know. Yeah, I feel like people really don't know what we look like. (laughs) I feel like people don't know what we look like. Also, if we post a vlog of our hey neighbor experience, and if you don't have something nice to say about it, don't say anything at all. (laughs) Good vibes only if we decide to post a vlog. Good motherfucking vibes only. Super good vibes. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. I do. <laughs> but guys, have a great weekend. Have a great December. See you. Yes. And we'll see you soon. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.